Welcome to the Puck and Pigskin Podcast, presented by Belly Up Sports. Just great sports fans talking mostly about hockey and football, sprinkled with a bit of everything else. Now, here's your host, a Flames fan with a Golden Knights backup plan, Jason Bizek. Gonna save the cursing and everything. Uh, you know, Jason, it's uh three and one now. I mean, look, I don't think any of us thought that the, the season was gonna be undefeated as much as we wished it was. Um, in some ways, I'm gonna give you the cliche, it's good to get these kind of games out of the way early than late. And I think you <laughs> saw all the bad with this team and you saw all the good with this team. All in one game. All in one game. <laughs> yeah, I it really kind of, you know, the momentum was there with them. And then it all kind of went downhill after the rugs play, the play calling there. Just, I don't know what was going on with the play calling there. It, it, it kind of went back to the play calling that stalled us in the first half. It was like run. Okay. It was an okay. Two and five run at that point. Like look for Waller, look for somebody else, look for Renfro. And then it ran it again. I think at that play. And it's like, what are we doing? Why are we going back to just being, so boring here when we were just starting to really jive with the offense. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to see if I can put this out that we're alive. Well, there as you do that, go. I'll kind of just hit in a few. First off, I guess, you know, and, you know, this is the Raider cast, but uh, all respect to uh, the Chargers. Um, you know, it was an away game for them in many circumstances in this game. You could you could hear. Herbert having to cover his helmet at times. He had a great game in this game. Justin Herbert, he goes 20, 222 yards, 25 and 38, and he throws three touchdowns. Austin Eckler was fantastic on the ground, averaging 7.8 yards. That's something the Raiders are going to have to look at as the amount of yards that they gave to Austin Eckler, and he ran for 117 <laughs> yards. Roundtree, he was a pain in the ass. Jared Cook, the former Raider, he got the a touchdown. And I mean, the, the frustrating thing when you go against this Chargers team is that they just go for it every fourth down, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And that's the most frustrating thing. I sent the tweet out of being like, how are you supposed to stop a team if they just go for it on every fourth down? Like, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's almost next to impossible to stop a team with the quarterback play and the weapons that they have. They're just not like when they got to fourth and three, I think it was like, okay, cool. We got the ball back. Great. And then they go and they go for it. And look, Perriman almost popped it out of Cook there. It was that close. Yeah. It was a great play by <laughs> Perriman, but he, he couldn't pop it out. And uh, the result is 28-14 loss for the Raiders. And I think, you know, a big part of that is you just can't start that far back in the first half. Yeah, that was definitely a big difference going down so early. But um, one thing I noticed in that first half was uh, the defense was very solid. That game, we mm-hmm. it, we could have easily been down twenty eight nothing in the first half. So, I mean, I give Minimum. full credit to our defense in the first half. Anyway, without the two key cornerbacks, no Trayvon uh, Mullen, who's the best of the cornerbacks, and I know Raider fans have their their mix of uh damien arnett but he you know he was better than not having him in uh meek robertson did everything he could but you know being what was it five foot eight against a tall guy uh, a tall tight end in in jared cook that's a mismatch there they had the same in a mismatch also mike williams that was the other one they had and they never went to mike williams i was surprised they didn't do that 
as much as they did having that mismatch. So I give the Raiders all the credit with their secondary being as limited as it was, and obviously to uh, the 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 O line, it just was a mess. It got better in the second, but the O line is having a lot of problems right now. And we talked about that last week, even in the Dolphins game, right? We talked about it for the Steelers yeah. game. We talked about it for the Ravens game that this O line is a problem, and it's frustrating when you see someone like Rodney Hudson in Arizona, the only undefeated team now in the NFL and what he's doing with Arizona at the center position. And man, do they miss a guy like Rodney Hudson right now? Yeah. I mean, full credit to Justin Herbert too, because a uh, hell of a game he played mm-hmm. car was not far behind. I mean, car was 21 to 3,496 yards. Like you said, like you were saying though, it's those fourth down conversions that if you're going to go for it, you got to make those. And, uh, Miss field goal there also by Carlson. Uh, so Who never misses. He had made twenty eight <laughs> in a row before then. I mean, and I, I, I will say like I thought that was the right call to kick the field goal at that point because you're only down by that point. You're down by what four at that point. So I'm like, okay, that's not the wrong way. The way the defense has been playing, there's still like nine minutes left. I'm not against this call because when you get it, you put it in a car's hand, you come down, and you can win this still. And even when they were down um, by two scores. Before the car interception, which I do think was pass interference, he was all over Waller. But whatever, I guess we're not calling it. There's some <laughs> questionable calls. The worst one in this was the taunting call. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the explanation, I kind of understand. Apparently, spiking a ball on the opposition sidelines is is taunting, no matter yeah. what the circumstance. So I know, it's understandable. Um, I don't agree with you on the uh, on that field goal attempt because we're fourth and one. Uh, one yard, like mm-hmm. that is that's typically a given for this Raider offense to to get that one yard. I mean, we're we're you know gambling on fourth and three, fourth and four, and not gambling on fourth and one. So <clears throat> I I disagree on that call. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe I mean I guess I'm just so used to this Raider defense, this Raider offense not doing it in that situation. It's kind of been the the way they always go with and just how automatic he has been and you're saving yourself yeah. some time there. Uh, like with the, the way the chargers were going though, and just converting every single time he was like, well, we have to kind of go put your chance. I think they are right there with this chargers team. Obviously the news are going to come out. I think the one thing the Raiders did is save themselves from embarrassment in the, in the media side tomorrow. Uh, people like, well, the Raiders aren't for real. This Raider team is a joke. I think they at least showed that they are, one of the upper echelon teams in the AFC, but they do have holes and they're holes that can't be fixed this year. Um, it's, it, you know, they're, they're looking at the schedule coming up here. Um, they have the bears next week. That should be a win for them and get them to four and one. And then after that, it's the Broncos who just lost their quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. So that should be a win. Then they get the Eagles. That game's I'm a little bit worried about with how J- Justin Fields can move the ball, but they should win that. And then they get the giants and then, and really, if you look where this Raider schedule is going, Jason, they have to win all these games because after that, it's a gauntlet for this team. They have <laughs> to go to what would be at that point, um, four, five, six, seven, and one at that point. Because after that, they go Kansas City, Cincinnati, who's been a hot team, Cowboys on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit of an easier game with Washington, but then you go Cleveland and then you go to the Browns again. And then you finish off Broncos, Colts, Chargers. So that yeah. is just brutal right there. Chiefs, Bengals, Cowboys, and then you face the Chiefs again 
So you have to get to the seven and one. I, Cause I think about 10 wins is going to be good enough for that wild card. So, you know, this was, you know, I didn't think that they would go three and over this year. I thought maybe that Ravens game, maybe that Steelers game, they'd maybe split those two. Um, so it, it sucks to lose to a divisional opponent, but now they really have to put pedal to the metal before the bye. They have to sweep this before the bye. It's crucial for them where the season is going. And I think they showed an ability that they can do that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I guess we'll get into some of our, uh, some of our awards that we're handing out here if we sure. can. Um, so who are you picking for the star of this, uh, this week? Man, it's hard. Um, I, I, I guess it's Hunter Renfro, to be honest. Every, every possession that he had, he got the touchdown. He, he stopped the fourth down fake there. Uh, got a few crucial conversions. So I give it to Hunter Renfro and on the defensive side, um, you know, I give it to Denzel Perriman. He had a great game for the Raiders today. Denzel Perriman did. I mean, Yannick and, and Crosby had a lot of pressure at times, but I thought Perriman was all over. And like I mentioned, he almost popped that ball out of Jared Cook's arm to get them out of that fourth down situation. Yeah, I definitely agree there with that, with Perryman. Um, Offense. I'm going to go with, uh, Oh, this is tough. Cause there were, there were some key plays there that, that were giving us hope. And one was of course the deep ball to rugs mm-hmm. um, rugs. I find rugs amazing how he can come up with the catches that some of the catches he's coming up with uh, um, Waller Waller played a great game. Um, some great receptions. Um <clears throat> But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's tough to pick an offensive one for for this week. Um, it wasn't a very good offensive game, but uh, I, I'm going to have to give it to to Waller because it's a name that I kept hearing. Uh, I, at least two or three uh, great catches that he made. Um, I would have went with Carr. Carr didn't play a horrible game, but. I mean, he looked it, very, it def- he looked very shook in the first. Yeah, like I can blame the offensive line, but at times he seemed very timid in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, definitely. There was definitely something uh, there. Josh Jacobs didn't have a bad game. Forty yards on thirteen carries. I mean, his first game yeah. back, right from an injury. So yeah, I guess a good defense. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from him anyway. So I, I, not a terrible game at all. Um, how about a, a a play of the week? Was there one play in I mean, this game that still? I mean, mind? for us, it was probably that rugs catch that was awesome. But I mean, if if anything, I guess it may probably would be if you want to go more importantly, be that Waller catch. It was a phenomenal catch, just catching <laughs> it over the DB. That was unreal. I mean, I would have said the rugs catch if it would have led to something, and it seemed yeah. like it would because we had the momentum. But I'd probably go with the Waller catch because at least it was a touchdown. Yeah, and 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 a perfectly placed ball, really. Yeah um yeah how about uh how about your fantasy picks of uh this coming week <sighs> so you know you're guy. going against it's a different it's a different side of things now right because you're going against the bears and that's still a good defense but i think you're going to be able to open up the offense as much because we're not going to have to worry about their offense as much with justin fields or andy dalton or whoever it is in that game like i don't want to say it's a guaranteed greater win because nothing is I'm sure they're going to go down seven nothing or fourteen nothing in that game because that just seems to be the way this Raider season is going at this point. Um, we'll have to see where Jacobs is as far as the health goes. I know Peyton Barber 
was uh, taken to the tent at one point. But I would expect in this game to this might be a big Darren Waller game. I think he hasn't had a you know he's had a, he had a nice game this game like you mentioned, but I think he's going to have a big game in this game. And maybe even Brian Edwards, because Brian Edwards is going to do, I think he had one catch at the very end there. So maybe a bigger Edwards game to two guys that kind of keep a, a load on. Even And even Drake. Drake did nothing this game. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think there was many opportunities for him to be the pass catcher. And you kind of look at some of the money on this team, the way they spent it. You spent $11 million on Kenyon Drake. And that probably would have been used better on the O-line. Yeah, that um, you're definitely right about Jacobs. Jacobs definitely someone to to watch. Um, anybody that you would maybe not take a risk on uh, this week in fantasy? It's so hard with their receivers to really know each week. If if you have a Hunter Renfro or you have an Edwards, I, I think maybe I would sit Edwards this week just from what we saw this week. It wasn't a consistent basis. He seems to be more of a light up in the fourth or overtime. Um, but if, you know, you have the Edwards, if you have Edwards, I'd sit him. But if you have Hunter Renfro, if, you know, and I think our buys is coming up this week. Do we have buys this week? I'm just going to double check. Here. Uh, was that this week? No, next week. So next week you have buys. Yeah. Uh, that's when you're going to start to want to use. So, you know, I mean, if you're in a deeper league and you need like a flex play, yeah, maybe Hunter Renfro is the spot, but there's only really four Raiders I'm playing and that's Carr, Waller, Jacobs, and, and Ruggs. That's it. I don't know if I would play Ren, Ren, maybe Renfro. Like I said, I want to play Edwards. I know people have had Edwards and he's played big for them, but I want it. I want to play Edwards in this game. I would, uh, I think Ruggs can have a big breakout game, but I really look at Waller. So, yeah, the four Raiders there with Waller, with Ruggs, with Carr. I think Carr's going to have a big game. Uh, again, I think it's going to be a little bit of a comeback now. The, the media might dump him down a little bit. Who knows? After this oh, yeah. performance, we'll see what happens. Um, so besides the um, taunting call, um, any mistakes uh, stick out in your mind uh, this game? That, that so late? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the, on the KJ Wright call uh, or the KJ Wright play uh, on the charger touchdown? Uh, Remind not, me of that one? Not much, not much of an effort there from KJ. Uh, I thought. No, no. That was a little bit weird on that play. I, I also felt too on the, the left side at times corners, just there was a, the slant play with Darren, with Jared cook that they kept on running and nobody was there, especially in the, in the first half, they were able to get so much open space for their receivers without any coverage. And this is still when Mullen and Arnett are in the game. Uh, so that's got to be something they tighten up a little bit. Still a lack of blitzing from Gus Bradley. I think he's only blitzed like five times this year. And you could tell when there was pressure for all the, the, the great things we say uh, about Justin Herbert. I did notice a few times when you got the pressure on him, He's still, you know, still a little bit, you know, hesitant to throw when pressure is coming to him and throws a little bit erratic when pressure is coming towards him. And we only got one or two of those really coming at him. I I thought we should blitz a little bit more and come into this game against the Bears, whoever it is, uh, rather it's Dalton or if it's Fields. I mean, if it's Fields, it's going to be a whole different set of defense you're going to have to do because of his mobility that he has. But you're also Mm -hmm. looking at a terrible O-line, maybe the worst O-line in the league next to ours. Bears is up there. Uh, it just the the front line is doing good, but we have to figure some stuff out in the secondary, especially if there's injuries this week. And at times they were so 
the Chargers were so easily able to find one-on-one coverage and split away. We got to fix that and just change the play calling, man. It's it's kind of like getting familiar to the Seahawks fans that they have for their play calling, right? Of the just being so stubborn with the run when the passing is so open. When you have so many weapons in the past, like we do, uh, you could tell when Carr is able to just kind of let it flow and find Hunter and find Rugs and find Waller. You get to more of a flow there, and then it can going to open up for Jacobs. And it doesn't seem like they're doing any any different running plays for Jacobs. It's really just an ISO run yeah. every single yeah. time. There's not really a draw or any other type of play. It's just an ISO run down the middle every time for Jacobs. Yeah, and I, I found – I can't remember what play it was, but uh, one play that stuck out to me in the fourth quarter, I can't remember who was that received the ball, but um, I, th- I believe it was a third down play. And the receiver caught the ball a yard short of the first down, but just stood there after catching the ball and didn't move. And yeah, you know what play I'm talking about. He just stood there and didn't move and waited for the that tackle happened to come at out. the end in the four two. There was a play where Edwards caught it, and he just stood it was there. Edwards, like, jump, yes, Edwards, jump! Yes. What are you doing? Yes, or 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 turn and fall or yeah. something. He just stood there. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, so uh, definitely going to have to tighten up uh, some things. Mm-hmm. And I, I find a lot that um, I think Carr is going too much for the deep ball now. Um, I think that uh, he, it's gotten a lot of attention, and I think he's going to it a little too often now, where well, the short, quick hitters are working. Here's the thing, too, and I'm a Carr fan, um, but, man, there's some stuff with rugs there where – he has just been gone, right? Mm-hmm. And you see a guy like Pat Mahomes, what he's able to do with Tyreek Hill. And there's a few passes in this game. If he would have spot on in the last game too, remember the one where Ruggs was gone in that Dolphins mm-hmm. game. And if if we, he just hasn't been able to hit those passes correctly. He's done a good job and he definitely is going to take a drop in the MVP rankings this year. Herbert will jump ahead of him in the MVP rankings. And I'm not trying to criticize Carr as much, but it's frustrating that Ruggs has definitely taken it to another level this year. And there was the one play, he was gone. He was a touchdown, mm-hmm. and Carr widely overthrew him. But he separated himself perfectly enough. If he catches that, Rugg is gone. And he had the same thing in the Dolphins game. And even the one that got the pass interference, luckily we got the pass interference, that one was an underthrow. But Ruggs has done such a good job of departing himself yeah. in these deep throws. Carr's got to get better at finding him on those because those are automatic points. Yeah, there was another one on the what would have been the right side. Uh, car, car looking downfield would have been on the right side. A bomb yeah. down the field, and I don't know who that was that missed it. Was that was that Waller? It was Rugs again. That was Rugs. It again. was Rugs again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if those connect, you know, and if Carlson hits that field goal, I mean, different game. But what ifs? What ifs? Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it just. I think we have seen a lot of people have been asking the question this year, you know, when they cut, you know, they let Nelson Aguilar, he went to the Patriots and hasn't done anything but the Patriots. Uh, and then they had John Brown and people thought he was going to be the run receiver one. And so then when they looked at this receiver card, like who's going to be the receiver one. And I, I would say Ruggs has definitely looked like the first round pick that he can be. He definitely can be that. Uh, but some of those overthrows and underthrows, it just, it really frustrates you at times. Cause you're just like, ugh. Because you can, you know, he can just go. Rugs is just other than Tyreek Hill. There's no one faster in the league. 
than him. And it's frustrating the car can't find him on those. Yeah. So uh, next week we got the Bears back home mm-hmm. in LA. Um, where Vegas. It's a, well, I'd say it's a whole different situation, but this game was pretty yeah. insane with the Raiders fans. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I was I was just looking and it looks like uh, four and a half point spread. Uh, yeah, it jumped up. It was five, three and a half, and it jumped up. Uh, total. Yeah, it's four and a half now. So uh, what do you uh, what do you predict in this game? You kind of Bears are two and two. Um, it's not updated yet, but we're four or three and one now. It sounds like Dalton might play in this game too. It might not be Justin Fields. Well, it's funny because I'm looking at the at the score app on my phone and I open it up and it says key players, Justin Fields and Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. So, not, yeah. Yeah, it's weird because like some some news sources are saying that um, Dalton's going to play in this game and some are saying that Justin Fields is going to play. And if I were the Bears, I wouldn't announce when my quarterback is until the Saturday. You had to make the Raiders plan for two different quarterbacks. Although I guess like with the Bears – this could be the game too that gets Matt Nagy fired uh, on the Bears side of things. It's always personal with the Raiders going into these games just because of the Khalil Mack factor of everything. They may not be with Ty Montgomery's, and they may not have Tyreek Cohen either, the running back situation. So this could be finally, I hope, a get Raider game. We don't have to sweat out too much. Like I said, this <laughs> these next four games, these are all must wins for the Raiders with the upcoming tight schedule with Browns and and the Chiefs and, you know, a Bengals team that's, you know, frisky this year in that in that side of things. This is a must-win game for the Raiders. It's in Vegas. I do see them coming back angry. They just – I don't know how you get over these slow starts, but they have to get over these slow starts because I, I think you would agree, Jason, even kind of taking yourself out of being a Raider fan, this does look like a good football team. But it's the slow starts. It, today I came back and bite them, bit them in the ass. They were able to come back in the in the in the Baltimore game and make it work, in the Dolphins game and make it work. But tonight, Chargers are just too good of a team. Even if they came back and get that touchdown, I'm assuming the Chargers would have maybe tried to come back, and who knows what would happen. We can't play the what ifs, like you said. But I, I think <laughs> they proved they're a good football team. But you you can't you can't get down to good football teams like this, or the Chiefs, or the Browns, or maybe the Bills down the road. You just can't do that. Yeah, so back to the the game coming up next weekend. Um, who I haven't been paying attention to the Bears a whole lot. Who have they been mm-hmm. starting in games? Has it been back and forth? Been two. It's been two for Dalton, two for Fields because Dalton got okay. hurt. So that's what we're seeing if Dalton's going to be back this week or not. Hmm. Fields okay. hasn't been too impressive, but there is that mobility there that you have to practice for differently. But like I said, they have a terrible O line. Um. I don't think the, the Bears haven't beat anyone too impressive this far. They beat the Lions last week, uh, and they also <laughs> beat – who else did they beat? And they did they, – then they beat the Bengals. So, oh, you know, okay. like I said, Bengals are a frisky team, more or less, but then the Browns, they murdered them, and the Rams, they murdered them too. So I kind of look at the Rams and the, and the Browns and the Raiders, all kind of high-powered offenses. So not mm-hmm. an ideal situation for the Bears coming to that game. Not not a high powered Lions offense. <laughs> no, I mean for the Bears and themselves, like that was a big win for them because now they face Raiders, Packers, Buccaneers, 49ers. And then they face the Steelers and they go into a bye. Steelers, not so much, but uh that Buccaneers and Packers and Raiders, I think we could. If you had Matt Nagy as first coach fired, I think you're gonna win that bet after potentially these next three games. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, see what happens with that next weekend. So yeah. straying away from stay, straying away from uh, the Raiders a little bit right now. What did you think of the hype and the actual game? Tom Brady returning to New England. Oh, so bad. It was such a bad game. <laughs> It sucked too because I do knew the rain was coming. It killed my over under parlay, so that sucked. That I was, was I was I was flipping back and forth to the score on my app on my phone, and I was like, "Oh, uh, New England's coming back here. They're going to score and take the lead here." And then I flip back, and I'm like, "Oh, they lost." <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think you know. I think the one thing you did see in that game is we've seen that Mac Jones can be a capable quarterback in this league. But I question why Belichick didn't give him more. You know, it's kind of like we talked about the, the the fourth and one call tonight. They had a situation where they probably should have gone for it because Mac was rolling. Raiders had a situation where Carr was rolling. You should have gone with it. And they chose to kick. They missed the kick. Did the same thing for us tonight. We missed the kick. Sometimes I feel like if you have your quarterback and you're rolling, you go for it. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why the Chargers won tonight to bring it back is the Chargers, whenever there was a situation where their back was against the wall, they trusted Justin Herbert, and he was able to convert and help them go forward in the game. Yeah, they definitely had uh, all things going right on their fourth down conversions, that's for sure. Or they most did, of them yeah. anyway. Yeah, it was uh, it was fine. It definitely didn't look the hype. I mean, $25 million, uh, you know, solid rating. Uh, I, that's kind of what I predicted on the uh, the pod I did with Peter Klein. We predicted the rating be 25 so... Good on us to uh, hit that rating there. Uh, I think the game this week will actually be a much more exciting game with Bills and, and Kansas City. That game is going to be – that could be the AFC Championship game potentially. Uh, it's a very exciting game, and I think it's a big game for Kansas City uh, to not go under 500 again. Uh, yeah. Bills Bills look like the best team in the AFC right now. Both Bills or Chargers, I'd say, are the two best teams I've seen in the AFC so far. So that should be a really exciting Sunday game. Yeah, so I guess we'll uh, tune in this weekend and see what happens there. And uh, with the Raiders at home, of course, to the Bears. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Must win game. Must win game. It's funny because it's, it's well, I mean, in the sense that the, the schedule is going to loosen up a tiny bit, but then we have to uh, definitely face, a, like you said, a gauntlet towards the end. So um, th- these games in the next few weeks definitely are must win games. Well, yeah, like and remember, there's there's the extra game this year uh, that you mm-hmm. have, right? So right. that that comes into a factor. But you know, to get to seven and one before that Kansas City game is so huge because, like I said, I think about ten wins will make you. I was looking at the AFC, uh, and if I just did the picks right now, uh, where for the AFC, I would probably go and say the the uh, the Ravens probably win the NFC North. I'd probably still say the can't the Kansas City will win the AFC West. You have Buffalo, you have Tennessee, and then you're looking at the wild card, and I think it's probably the Browns, the Raiders, and uh, the Chargers right now. Because outside of that, like, there's not a lot of teams that are really impressing me. The Jags are done, Jets are done, Pats maybe, but I think they're done. Dolphins are done, Colts aren't good, Texans are bad, Ben Roethlisberger's done. So if you know, <laughs> as for the Raiders, like by a process of elimination, the wild card is definitely up for grabs this year for us because the AFC is is pretty bad. I, I think you're looking at the NFC overall, where it's that's a much tougher, much tougher place right now to be. I mean, I, I think you have the three, maybe four Super Bowl favorites in there 
with the the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Rams are probably your five Super Bowl favorites right now. I don't know who the Super Bowl favorite would be from the AFC. Maybe the Bills. Bills Kansas City yeah. struggled with the defense right now. Yeah, that's so, what I would say as well. I've yeah. uh, I pre- yeah, I predicted after game one this se- after the Monday nighter to open the season this year that Raiders were going to win eleven. So. Hey, I think I think that path is there. Ten for sure, hopefully. Eleven would be great. Well, I think I mean if 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 the NFL a dream scenario, especially with the concert they announced this week with Dr. Dre and Snoop and Kendrick Lamar, (laughs) a dream scenario for that LA Super Bowl would be Rams and Raiders for what that concert is. Yeah, that would would, be that would be that would be the dream Super Bowl, I, I think. But I mean the way right now. It's only week four, but right now, the way I've seen all the teams, I would say the best team I've seen so far is the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe it's scripted to end that way. Who knows? I mean, and the Chargers, I think they had a great game tonight. Justin Herbert was fantastic tonight, but I do think this Raider team, when they come to Vegas, they will beat them. I do think this Raider team can beat this Chargers team. I fi- I think they figured a lot of stuff out in the second half, like what, what did you kind of see in this game that impressed you and then de-impressed you? Well, the, the thing that didn't impress me was, as you mentioned before, the slow start and, and mm-hmm. you're right. We have to get over the, the slow starts because I looking back, I don't, have we started, have we opened the scoring in any of the games? Nope. No, we haven't. Have we? Nope. Was it the Steelers? Did we? Nope. We're down by touchdown. Oh, that's right. That's right. They scored the first touchdown. Yeah. yeah so we haven't Najee opened the scoring yeah. in any game. So nope. we've been playing from behind. Um, now, keeping that in mind, the thing that has impressed me is how the team hasn't given up. The yes. team, you know, comes back. They play really good in the second half. Mind you, this game, uh, mid fourth quarter, uh, they, they kind of. They, they, they made some really good plays, but then it almost seemed like they gave up, um, at, you know, with with five minutes left or, you know, when um, uh, who was it that makes the catch and, and just stands there and, and Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Edwards. After the after the Chargers touchdown, they had like a half ass. It deflated them. It deflated them totally. Yeah. 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 So that's really impressed me. Um yeah, I mean the the defense really impresses me. Yeah. Um if they can keep it up for a solid 60 minutes, that would be great. <laughs> keep the scoring under 28 for the opposition, that'd be great. So yeah, yeah. The, the defense has really impressed me. I mean, there's going to be a lot of key injuries to watch out for going to that Bears game uh with secondary. I really hope Mullins okay cuz he's a, such a key piece to this mm-hmm. team. Uh, and Arnett, if not, I believe you'll probably see Hawklin Dix because I know he was in the pre- he was activated a while ago, so he could be someone that you see on Sunday as Clinton Dix uh, potentially be in that role, veteran uh, in this league. Um, so it'd be interesting to see him. I mean, the one thing you are seeing from this Raider team as we start winding down here is some of the draft picks are coming back to really bite them right now because Arnett has looked up and down at times. Leatherwood got a lot of penalties in this game. Yeah. He hasn't looked tremendous at all. Um, so two of those first-round picks just 
not hitting the great way. Some people were saying Ruggs was a bust, and I disagree. I think Ruggs, I I think he no. is ready to, to really bust out, and we've seen it in the last few games. He's ready to really hit that next level. So I'm not going to say anything bad about Henry Ruggs at all. Um, but Leatherwood, I've been a defender of it. It's four games in. He's a rookie. He he was huge in the touchdown that Waller got. He pancaked uh, Joey Bosa on that. So that was huge uh, on that play. But uh, they're definitely missing Richie Canito, who now got put into IR. The O line just just, just got to step up. That that's a key part. And you just and like you were saying there, Jason, you can't have these slow starts because they're gonna kill you. Yeah. And when you face good teams like this, like even like you know. The Bears probably not going to be a problem. Broncos probably not going to be a problem. But if you go down, let's say when you get to the Eagles, and you're down seven or fourteen to the Eagles against Jalen Hurts, that's not something you you know you want to even tempt fate with. Yeah, and another name that that I feel didn't really step up in this game. I didn't hear much about him. Was Max Crosby? He got he got he got the pressure on him a lot, but yeah. they did a good job. They, like uh, uh, Slater on the O line, the Chargers, a guy the Raiders desperately wanted the draft, but the Chargers were ahead of them in the draft. He's he's been phenomenal. The Chargers drafted so well. I mean, even uh, Sante Samuel Jr. He had the one pass interference call in that. He, uh, but other than that, I thought he played good. He was the defensive rookie of the month and for a reason. And I thought Slater, the tackle that they drafted, he was great all day, keeping Max out of harm. And then and Yannick and Gonway, you didn't hear his name very much either. Yeah, the only time I did hear I, it was good when I heard his name because uh, mm-hmm. he got a good, uh, a good rush there, uh, which contributed to that one sack in the, yeah, I think it was the third late in the third quarter. Or so, uh, yeah. which you know, turn the ball back in our favor, but then we didn't do anything with it. <laughs> the veterans have definitely been stepping up. Casey Hayward has been huge. Yeah. Quinter Jefferson, who got hurt in this game, um, that sucked. He's been good. Denzel Perriman, to me, through four games, has been the most consistent defender, though, has been mm-hmm. Denzel Perriman. And we just got him for like a six-round pick from the Panthers. It was a steal of a trade. I mean, then I – and I look at the secondary, and I was like – you know, the, the Jags were practically begging anybody to take C.J. Henderson off of them. And maybe you can say he was a bust, but he was still a former first-round pick just two years ago when they got a six-round pick from the Panthers for him. We couldn't have given a six-round pick to get C.J. Henderson with how kind of light our secondary is. That that kind of – now looking in hindsight of that, that kind of pisses me off that we weren't in it for that. As the trade deadline looms, and like I said, the AFC is going to have a lot of bottom dwellers in that uh hopefully we can maybe uh talk some team into maybe doing some dealing with us because i mean i think that's the one bright side for us jason is the afc is bad at the bottom it is really really bad this year there's some really bad teams (laughs) and it's not a good draft either it's a it's a lighter draft there's no like unbelievable game-changing stud especially a quarterback this year you don't have that that quarterback that you're going to be able to rely on to draft mm-hmm. in this draft this year. So it's, it's good. It's going to be an interesting draft. Just you're, you're wanting yeah, the first pick. You'll always take a first pick, but it's, it's a much lighter in the draft this year. Yeah. Definitely not like the last draft. It was very quarterback no. heavy, especially at the yeah. top end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, find out what we do against the bears next weekend. Uh, yes, sir. Sunday game, I believe at two o'clock yeah. our time. Two o'clock mountain. Two o five mountain. Two o five. Yeah. <laughs> Two o five mountain. 
uh, we'll find out if we can uh, beat the Bears at home. And I think we have a pretty good chance of coming back and coming back strong. I think so. I think it uh be a good night. It's the last uh, Raider home game where they don't have to uh, have the Knights playing at the same time. But after that, if you're traveling to Vegas, the Knights will be playing at the same time. So it's exciting for everyone down there in Vegas. I know they're excited with that coming up. And uh, hopefully they can move it to 4-1 and one here next week. And, I mean, look, it's just as, as much as, you know, they're not at the top of the division right now, things can turn very quickly next week, mm-hmm. especially with – the Chargers are facing a high-powered Browns team, and Kansas City's facing the Bills. This time, uh, or whenever we record next week, um, we could be right back to being like, well, the Raiders are on top of the division again because the Chargers lost to the Browns and the Chiefs lost to the Bills. It could happen just like that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back, back on top. Back on top pretty fast here. So, I, 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 I'll end on this. Disappointing first half, but I think at the very minimum – this team showed why they can be a good football team, why people had them in the top 10 of rankings. I expect the ESPNs and the bleach reports to drop them out of the top 10 and overreact and whatnot. I'm not going to be shocked by seeing that uh, in, oh, yeah. uh, tomorrow for the power rankings. I'm sure people are, I, I wouldn't be shocked if some people drop us to like 17 or 16, just and have an overreaction. I think this team showed in the second half is specifically on the defensive side this is going to be a team that is a playoff team. I have no doubts this is a playoff team. They showed me enough in that second that this is a playoff team, but they got to get back up to better starts. And I think, like I said too, you don't want to, you don't ever want to lose any game, but losing this early, especially to a division team that at times you thought you could come back and win this game so fast, so quickly. I think that leads a lot of momentum to this team of things that they know they can do. And uh, now we have a skid here that is possible to win and get some momentum back before we have a big Sunday night game against the Chiefs, but one game at a time. That's the main thing. And uh, just win, baby. Just win, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fully expecting all the comments tomorrow to, to be uh, throwing car under the bus. So, <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. so we shall see. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank we're, you so much. we're back next week. Uh, recording on uh, two or yeah, recording on Monday night actually, and yeah. dropping Wednesday. So, yes, sir. Or Tuesday. Thanks, everyone. Tuesday. Cheers. All right, Go Raiders. Have a good night, everyone. Hey, everyone. I'm here to tell you about a new craft distillery in Calgary, Broken Spirits Distillery. These guys are making some amazing craft spirits and cocktails, from spice sugar cane to different styles of gin. Broken Spirits are proud to be part of the Puck and Pigskin podcast and want to offer you 15% off your purchase, either in-house at the distillery or online at brokenspirits.ca. Punch in offer code BROTHERS15 to claim your discount. Go in for a cocktail and check them out. You won't be disappointed. I am joined now by Jarrett and Travis Ryan from Two Drunk Brothers and a Podcast which is essentially about sports and sports betting and all kinds of sports goodies and stuff like that. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. good. That's good. That's good. No, uh, no, no jabs at me yet for the <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible showing last night. Uh, I think it finally it- paid off betting against that. You see, is the time we didn't come on the show that our <laughs> bet hit against the Raiders. Cause we didn't, we weren't together last week. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We jinxed it. Exactly. That's what it was. Who well, do you guys who do you guys even have? Oh, you guys got the Giants or the uh the Bears this week. Bears. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm on I'm on I'm on Bears plus five and a half. 
<laughs> is it is it five and a half? It was it four is, and a half last night. Yeah, it's jumped up a lot. Uh, I don't know. Like the five and a half, like I have this rule of like when you're betting, like anything between like four and a half to, to six or four and a half to five and a half, even four to five and a half is just a weird number. And I'm not, I don't, I don't like betting the favorites in between four and five and a half. So actually just to keep it really short and Frank, uh, me and Jarrett are trying like a, an alternate method this week where we lined out our first kind of like initial uh, knee-jerk reactions on 10 games of NFL and we picked a side of the spread that we wanted uh, and the, our, our least confident one, so 6 through 10, uh, we bet the op- we're betting the opposite of what we liked on and Jarrett liked the Raiders minus 5.5, so he's betting the opposite of Bears plus 5.5. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's a strategy we saw that we did, we were, we're testing out this week on our podcast that we just recorded. So we'll see how it performs. If it performs well, maybe something you do. So like Travis said, you rank one through 10, your favorite spreads of the week for the NFL. And on your number on your rank six through 10, you bet the opposite of what you would normally do. Huh? Yeah. Well, that'll be an interesting to see what comes out of that. It will yeah. be like Travis. Put had the Packers minus three on his like bottom six through ten, and he's always doing Bengals plus three, and I hate that. So, but if it ends up hitting, then maybe we're on to something. <laughs> That's right. So besides that, do you have any uh, any picks for me this week? I'll go, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. I know you. Uh, yeah. you want to go, Travis, or do you want, want me to go? Nope, you got it. Go for it. Well, so I know your uh, I know your um, fans are mostly NFL. So I'll I will give you an NFL pick that I that I personally like, and it, it is the Titans minus four. Um, I like that pick a lot. I don't think they lose back to back games. They're coming off a bad loss against the Jets. I think they took the week and they sat AJ Brown. They sat Julio Jones to get that rest. Uh, I just don't see them losing back to back games. They're definitely going to win the AFC South, um, and I think they go down there and uh, they get this victory pretty easily. They're playing Jacksonville, so yeah. The uh, line I feel like the be. line is so faded towards recency bias because of the loss on the Jets. If they beat the Jets, this line would be seven and a half, eight. So I like the four. Plus Jacksonville dealing with that Urban Meyer drama. Who knows oh, gosh. with that? Yeah. What drama? Cheat. What are you talking about? Cheating on his wife in Columbus, Ohio, man. <laughs> Living the life, right? And all his Jesus. players hate him right now. Yeah. Hey, is hey is grinding cheating? <laughs> well, that's that was only what was on camera. So <laughs> Man, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, I like that play a got. lot. My uh, one of my favorite plays, and I'll go with my next best one, is the Panthers minus three and a half uh, against the Eagles. Um, the Eagles really honestly have not looked good outside of you know one game. Yes, they they kind of kept it competitive against the Chiefs, but I feel like a lot of people are going to do that this year with how bad their defense is. Uh, then you put it on the flip side. The Panthers' defense has been rock solid. They allow only 276 yards a game, 16 points. Meanwhile, Sam Darnold is just this whole different version that Panthers thought you know he was going to be good, but I don't think anyone else outside of Carolina did. So he's completely <laughs> shocked a lot of us. Um, so I like Panthers minus three and a half in this one at home. All right. Jared, you got you to gotta get another one for me? I got another good one for you. Um, 
I don't want to steal Travis. Travis, you going to talk about that? That's you going to do our, consen- our consensus Bills pick? Our consensus Buffalo <laughs> Bills. Yeah, we love the Buffalo Bills in two plays in this game. Depending on where you bet at, it's plus two and a half, plus three for Bills. We love the Bills to cover that spread. We also like the money line. It's plus 150. We think the Bills are going to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Uh, they have looked, in my opinion, outside of week one, which was an anomaly, I think, against the Steelers. They've looked like the most complete team in the NFL. Uh, and the Chiefs, like Travis just said, uh, they can't really stop anything. And I think the Bills' offense can be way too explosive for them in this one. I also like – I don't mind the over in that game either. But definitely Bills plus two and a half, plus three, and money line. I mean, the Chargers already showed early this year that it's not as hard to win an arrowhead as what it used to be. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are the Chargers any good? <laughs> yeah, no joke. That pass I, rush last night was insane. Yeah. Are you, are you nervous now? Uh, well, I'm not really nervous. Um, we we need to win a couple more games here before we get to the really hard part of the schedule, which is the last half of the schedule is not going to be good. So um, if we can win a few more games here before the last half of the schedule, I'll be fine. But we What's we the last half? Uh, you get the Chiefs twice? The yeah, Chiefs twice charged again? Chargers, I think the Rams. The Rams? No. <sighs> I can't remember. It was a it was a hell of a schedule though. Where yeah, the is, heck is that's it? That's tough. Yeah, it's, it sounds like a gauntlet. I mean, right now the AFC West is a gauntlet on its own. Yeah, so we got right right now we got the Bears, Broncos, and Eagles. Uh, the Bears. That's three be wins. Win. I think so too. Yeah. Well, the Eagles may be tough. And uh, no, the, the the toughest game in that in that stretch is is the Broncos. Yeah, and then and then we got the Giants. Should be a win. The Giants looked good last week. Then then we got the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Cowboys, Washington Chiefs, Browns, Broncos, Colts, and Chargers. It's really not that tough. No, I don't think so either. Well, there's a few games in there that. that uh, no, yeah, there's obviously yeah. a few games in there, but I think I think there's only four or five losses in there. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I guess that we'd come up with eleven wins at the end of the season, so we'll see. That would be that would be nice. Yeah, but yeah, that happened. The yeah, the pass rush last night, we were not handling that at all very well. No, definitely yeah, not. That was rough. I mean, the Chargers defense is. I mean, they've given uh, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and now the Raiders and the Ravens all fits. So, yeah. We're we're just lucky that we have our defense played in the in the first half because that that could have easily been a twenty eight nothing game at the halftime. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. but either way, is that all you need from us? All those picks are good. Throw, Hopefully throw, we throw, can go three and zero. Oh. Throw throw out one more, Travis. Give him uh, give him your yeah. lock of the week. Your, your college. Yeah. What's lock. your lock of the week? My lock of the week. College lock. Ah. Uh, Jared liked this one a lot too, so I'm gonna roll with it. It is BYU minus five at home versus Boise State. Uh, BYU is a team; they're five and zero. Boise State's two and three. Really, honestly, haven't looked very impressive uh, on either sides of the ball. Their offense had a tough time getting clicking uh, earlier on in the year. 
Um, but BYU, on the other hand, like they're just dynamic in all sorts of the game. Um, their quarterback came in. He was learning under Zach Wilson, which obviously is a big bonus. And then they have Tyler Algier, who might be one of the better, if not the best running backs in college football. Uh, so at home, five points, easy money. Easy money. You heard it from Travis. Easy money. Man, now you're making now you're making me start to go back on my word. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> the only thing that go wrong is you lose. That's the worst thing that can happen. I think I think we'll be all right. Exactly. You just got to make sure you cover on another game, right? Isn't that oh. how it works? Yep. You, well, you don't you don't want to get chasing too much because then you get what you call chasing, which Travis and I have chased plenty of second half Sunday night football spreads. We've chased plenty of 11 p.m. Hawaii games after a bad after a bad Saturday. Uh, <laughs> so you, that's what you don't want to get into. Just my our advice is put your bets out for the day at the beginning and, just, and let them ride. Don't don't chase anything at the end. Hmm. If right. you lose 100 bucks, make it up the next day on, on, on NFL Sunday. There you go. That's great advice right there. As always, thanks again, boys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Looking forward to no next worries. week. Have a great night, guys. See ya. See ya.